Welcome back, everybody, to the EPL Boys Podcast. It is your boys back after just just an amazing week that we all three had. Great week of uh, Premier League football, I guess that's what you can call it. I don't really know if it, if it really felt like it, but I guess we do have to handle the call of that. JD, how was your week, man? Any midweek bets happen? How the gambling corner go? If my memory serves me well, not great. No, 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 no. Gambling Corner went well. Um, oh, did it? Not well, that that's... I posted any of it. Yeah, because well, I, mean, like, I, I, like I forgot to post it on the, the Insta. Pod, no, yeah, I, I made a little money, actually. What did it, What was it? Um, I did uh, four plus goals scored in Man City Wolves. Or was that over the weekend? Mm-hmm. That might have been over the weekend. I don't even remember. All the all the days are running together. Either way, today mm-hmm. I won money on a two-game parlay. I did West Brom Everton. I picked Everton money line and Tottenham to beat Fulham. Both those together, put five bucks on it, one twenty. I'll take it there as a go. dub. Um, I probably could have put more on it. I mean, I know they were both one nils, but on paper, I can't believe the odds were that good. Uh, but either way, other than that, it was a good week. Although I, I was requested Logan to call you out for being a little bitch and not playing Warzone with the boys. You just left the group. We have a yeah. little uh, Warzone I deleted side chat. You delete you deleted the Discord app? No, not Discord. No, I mean like the the app on my PlayStation, just like Warzone. It's just too fucking big. Why? Like I, I could have that and like one other game on there. I have a I well, have like an a fucking hard like, drive. Dude, no, I'm just gonna get a PC. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Once Whatever, I get a just PC, funny. You, you we shall revisit it. But well, you hopped being, in the you hopped in the chat for like like after forever of not saying anything. You're like, oh, I forgot uh, about this. We're all just like boo, and you just left. Yeah. We I mean, you guys booed that. me. We, we completely you stay here and you. get booed. Fuck no, I'm gonna get out of here. But Matt, yes, how was All your right. week, well, my other guy? Than that. <laughs> uh, my week, uh, yeah, uh, the highlight of my week was me signing a petition to get Gary Neville and Jamie Carrigan to announce FIFA games uh, for FIFA 22. So uh, yeah, um, it was just that. Did Gary be Neville nice. going uh, the whole time? Uh, <laughs> this is what he loves to do. Oh, Trent Alexander-Arnold, the best right back in England. Oh, he, he's the best in the world. He's Trent Alexander. That's <laughs> a much better scouse. Like, Hold on, I was gonna, Matt. I was about to rip you for your scouse, but actually, Logan, that wasn't bad. It's, yeah, it's no, the no, fucking it's, that they do. He's the best. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that. Boss That's the part that gets me every time he does it. It's, he's Trent Alexander-Arnold, but let's get to some games. He's because man, City versus Wolves. City just fucking this man. They won four one. Unexpected goals. They won three point two six to point three two. They had seventy two percent of the ball. Twenty two shots to six. Ten shots on target to one. Thirteen chances created to five. Five big chances created to none. Then Docker had his own goal, but then Jesus scored a brace, and then Mara scored as well as Connor Cody scored on his first ever Premier League shot on target. So that's what we call efficiency, ladies and gentlemen. But this game goes to show you why City is so much better than every other team in the entire Premier League. Everybody midweek scored one goal or none, except for City, because they scored four. So, yeah, I mean, 
this is this is just I don't I don't care anymore. It's just it's just Manchester City. They're the only good team in England. Every other team just kind of sucks, man. I'm sorry to say that, but yeah, it's just City, and it's just kind of no one else at the moment. Hey, you don't have to apologize for being right, okay? Like <laughs> we all describe this. Basically, every other Premier League team is playing tic tac toe incorrectly. And, you know, Pep is playing Dungeons and Dragons on a 4D chessboard. I mean, this is just, it's not fair. It's not fair that for 60 minutes, this game was tight. It was edgy. You really didn't know what for would happen. Minutes. You're it was right. For 80 minutes. It was, you're right. But, I mean, that last third of the game, Manchester City were like, oh, 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 we're, oh, yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, we're we, Manchester City. Oh, we got to play oh. a game. Oh, okay, guys, let's, let's, come on, let's hurry this up. But, yeah, um, the fact that, like, again, I think this is, like, the umpteenth week in a row I've been saying this straight. The fact that Manchester City can just turn around and go, you be the star today. You be the star today. You be the star today. This is just getting ridiculous. Like, Manchester United literally doesn't know what the, what soccer is if Bruno isn't the one you know supplying everything and manchester city is like do you want to be the rock star today or do you want me to be the rock star today you know what you be i was i was it last week we want to be fair here uh, it's just they're gonna win the league and now at this point i'm just hoping it's not by like 20 plus points yeah luckily they just can't break their own like point record at this point because it's mathematically impossible it's but it's also like the worst thing to do against city is to score against them because it just pisses them off so then they're just like oh fuck you we'll score three in the last 15 minutes of the game just because you scored on us so now we're upset but yeah jd what was your takeaways from this game if there yeah i mean yeah i well the only takeaway other than the fact that yeah this is how good city are we've known this for months now really and it's just going to continue but wolves played a really good game against the city side because this is how you have to play now it didn't work out because you know they lost 4-1 but up until the 80th minute they were they were tied 1-1 I, I mean this game it I feel bad for Wolves because they they played a gritty dirty game for 80 minutes and unfortunately the game is 90 minutes and if you can't do it for all 90 minutes this is what a team like City's going to do to you. In the last 10, 15 minutes, they're just going to completely wreck you. And that's exactly what happened. It, it, it sucks for Wolves because I thought they played really well, not producing a lot on the attacking front, but just kind of controlling the way City was playing for most of the game. But it's it's what happens. And like we've been saying, it's just City are that good. They're, they're that deep with their bench. It, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And everyone else just sucks this season so yeah just done and dusted this league yep just, uh, uh, well, well, i mean this league's finished for other reasons and we might get to that later but let's well, start yeah. let's start a six game span of games that happened this one was <laughs> arguably the one that happened the least out of all six of them but it is burnley one lester one uh unexpected goals it was actually really tied burnley won 1.27 to 1.24 uh lester had more possession 61 percent to 39 they also had more shots, 16 to 12, but Burnley had more shots on target, 7 to 4. Leicester created more chances, uh, 15 to 9, but Burnley created more big chances, 3 to 2. Vidra scoring for Burnley, and then Ian Nacho scoring for Leicester. JD, this game just was, this was kind of close, honestly. Burnley played a pretty decent game against a Leicester team that's wheelchair FC right now. Uh, this game yeah, was, I, eh, it happened, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm annoyed 
I'm really annoyed that Burnley are starting to play well because uh, even when they're, you know, drawing and maybe getting the odd win, they're not playing well because it's fucking Burnley. They're so boring. But now they're actually figuring out how to, like, kind of possess it a little bit. And I say that with them only having, like, 38% of the possession in this game. That's a lot for them, especially against a good Leicester side. Granted, they're missing Madison, they're missing Barnes, and without those two, Vardy doesn't always have the best time. But I will say, the Kwechi Iheanacho goal was one of the goals of the season, I think. Just pure technique um, that it took to, to volley that. I mean, he had to he had to do a full... He had to move his body 180 degrees on the bounce and hit it first time. That is just unbelievable. And against a great goalkeeper in Nick Pope, I just... I, I couldn't believe that I watched that. And and, and it was Kwechi Iheanacho. I mean... You were you were fucking shitting on him all last episode. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, other than that, this I mean, I wouldn't call it a game that happened, but a 1-1 draw with Burnley, that's uh, probably going to be a game that kind of happened. Yeah. Burnley just make games that happen happen usually. Usually every Burnley game is a game that happened. But yeah, Matt, Generally, what was your takeaways yeah. from this game? Uh, I am now officially terrified for Leicester. Um, this yeah. is, I am, I am official. like last week I was hovering the panic button. I'm, I'm hitting the panic button on Lester. I mean, you want to talk about how Jamie Vardy is on an island and I'm talking like not an island where like, oh, look, look at that island over there. I'm talking like Tom Hanks is lost with a volleyball on that island. Like <laughs> it's just yeah. like, he is so disconnected from the rest of his team. And for him being the outright goal scorer and goal getter, it, it really, really concerns me with the fact that you're not going to get, you know, Barnes back for at least a month, if not two. And Madison's still not expected to come back until about the end of the month. Let's talk about how there are some massive points that can be dropped at this point. Chelsea are picking up steam. Tottenham are picking up steam. West Ham still haven't gone away. And even though Manchester United haven't been looking good, they're not dropping points either. So Leicester have to find a way to beat these bottom-of-the-barrel teams somehow, some way. Because for a majority of this game, Brexit ball was beating the shit out of Leicester. And I was absolutely jawing the floor that Burnley was taking it to this Leicester side. It made no sense to me. But you know what? Good for Burnley. These are the points that they need to help them stay up. Because one point against Boo. the number three team in the league. Guys, I think it's about time we start saying, I think Brexit ball, they're, they're, they're coming back. Boo. Yeah. Nobody Boo. wants them. Nobody does want them. But unfortunately, it's just good enough to stay up in the Premier League. Next Ugh. game, Sheffield 1, Villa 0. On expected goals, Villa won 1.44 to 0.72. They had 72% of the ball, 16 shots to 9, only 4 shots on target to 2, 13 chances created to 8, and then 3 big chances created to 1. But the only one that went in was McGoldrick, who had actually had a really good strike. And then Villa, while Sheffield were down to 10 men for like 45 minutes, couldn't do a fucking thing. And yeah, that's what happens whenever Grealish doesn't start for this team. This team, and they... They're obviously considerably better than what they were last year, but they still really, really, really rely on Grealish. And you can kind of tell that 
without Grealish, they struggle to break down teams like Sheffield, especially whenever Sheffield have a lead. You know they're backing that motherfucking mag truck up. They're sitting back there in the parking lot, and you're not moving them. But, yeah, honestly, good win for Sheffield. They, you know, don't get too many of them, <laughs> to be honest, this year. But, I mean, I I don't know. JD, I, I don't know if I'm more disappointed in Villa for not scoring or getting anything, or I'm just more proud of she- proud of Sheffield. All things considered, this I'm, season. I'm proud of them. I, I'm way more disappointed in Villa because look, they don't have they don't have Grealish right now, so we expect a drop in form. Everyone does. I expect it, but not against a team like Sheffield. Look, yeah, good for Sheffield. They got a smash and grab goal in what the 30th minute, and then they even went down to 10 men. Which honestly, that red card, I don't think that was a red card. I they they had a defender back. I, I don't think that was a clear opportunity on goal, but. Either way, good good win for them, whatever. But Villa, you expect maybe a drop-off like this in a game against, like, a Burnley or a Brighton or somebody like that. Not Sheffield. Not not bottom-of-the-league Sheffield who are almost already rele- – I mean, almost confirmed relegated. It, that's just crazy to me. I They just – I don't know. They just – they, they are just so different without Jack Relish, which is the fear of then having to maybe sell him in the next year or two because, you know, they can try to replace him. But if he's that important to them, they're going to have to change the whole way, the, the entire way they play. So I it's the, that's the biggest thing I take out of this game is that without Grealish, they can't even get it done against Sheffield. So Yeah, that's that's a pretty big takeaway. Matt, what was your takeaways from it? And I want to go on the opposite to that. I'm actually extremely proud of how Sheffield approached this game and and let's be honest here the ref didn't make this game any easier I don't really agree with the red card I believe that and where the guy was at at the field there were plenty of defenders that could have reached or gotten to him before he would have even made it to the box so I think yeah the challenge was risky but I don't think there was enough in it for it to be a red but still this team did not let the adversity of being down a man against a very good offensive side with or without Jack Grealish. Aston Villa can score goals, and Sheffield shut the door. Even though they were down a man, they still shut the door. But huge performances. I mean, McGoldrick, on and off, on and off. This guy finally looks like he's in a little bit of form. And then to turn, Aaron Ramsdale, unfortunately, last year was on the Bournemouth side that went down, and he will be the goaltender for the Sheffield United side when they go down. But overall, he's not the worst goalie in the league, in my opinion. I honestly think that there are goalies that don't hold gloves compared to him. So he had an outstanding game in this game as well, and you hope that someone, whether it's one of the teams coming up, or if it's one of the big boys right now who's looking for a solid backup, looks at Aaron Ramsdale and sees, you know, a guy with a lot of potential. West like Ham. I said. West, West Ham are looking oh, that at is a Oh, that is a great shout. That is a great You know what's shout. scary, though? You know what's scary, though? Ramsdale has been uh, relegated two seasons in a row. Oh, if he goes to yeah, West Ham, kind of got a curse on him. Although, you say hot take. If Aston Villa lose Grealish in the summer... They are probably going to be on my bottom three when we do next year's preseason. Mm. Mm. Okay, that is a hot take. I, you know, as you said, I got me thinking who's like the worst starting keeper in the Premier League because I don't know anymore. I don't really know who is the worst starting keeper because obviously you have like Kepa, who's Melier. really bad. 
I might go yeah. Melier at Weeds. I don't know. Honestly. Oh, he's, he's, so really young. Young. he's so young. He's just really young. Well, so is Ramsdale. So is, yeah, so I is Ramsdale. That. I understand yeah, that. No, but Ramsdale Mel- looks like he's 30. Yeah, but Melier is a type of goalkeeper who's in a formation where everyone goes forward. And he's by himself like 90% of the time. Yeah. Well, yeah, and Ramsdale isn't, and he still lets in all those goals. Yeah. That's yeah, that. That's honestly, that's my counter argument. I, I, I like, guess. I guess that's that's a good shout. Hmm. I, I just. Maybe I think like it's McCarthy. Yeah. I don't think McCarthy's really all that great. Uh, he's really uh, old. Guys, I mean, guys, he, he's guys, not, yeah, guys, not that bad. But guys, guys, hmm. Jordan what? Pickford. Did we have to? Hey think man, about he starts that? for England. I. I don't think he's that bad. <laughs> that's because I mean, Gareth. That's because Gareth Selke has like lost his marbles. If it was really that tragic, Everton wouldn't be like knocking on the door oh. for right now. To be oh. fair, let's be I honest. Mean, yes. Honestly, I, I feel to, like I feel yeah, like I, mean, I the, hate the on, guy, but you know what? At the end of the season, I think we should do a bottom to top best at every position, or kind of something like that. Like, like basically, and the worst. Be a hell of an episode. Well, that's what it is. And the worst at this position is. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like starting. Like starting that would take a while, but maybe, maybe we'll see. We'll see what happens. The off Next season, game. the off season's pretty long. <laughs> it is very long. Yeah, Next we got game, a lot Crystal of Palace. Yeah, Crystal Palace nil, United nil. Um, this I have never Who seen. Expected a, this. I've never seen a more a game that happened more in my entire life. Expected goals: Crystal Palace one point seven four to point five eight. United had more of the possession, sixty three to thirty seven. More shots, eleven to eight. But Crystal Palace had more shots on target, two to one. Man, three shots on target in the whole game. That's not very good. Ten, ten chances created for United, five for Crystal Palace, and one big chance created to Crystal Palace. But this, Matt, I've never seen a game happen more in my entire life. This game was bad. And, very and, bad. And there's, I look at this from the United point of view, as I always do. As a United fan, this is one of those games where I really am... I've backed Ollie since day one. And I am the first person to say I don't want Ollie fired because it's just going to start the cycle again. New manager, new system, you know, sell half the players, bring in all these new players. Two years later, gets fired, cycle continues. I want Ollie to continue. But at the same time, I just wonder if Ollie needs to, like, te- I-, I feel like United need to, like, have the next guy lined up. And it needs to be a peaceful transition of power, almost. Like, you need to bring in someone bigger. You need a manager who has the huevos to really go at this Crystal Palace side. At halftime, know what you're doing is not working and make changes. The fact that Ollie once again, waited until the final fourth of the game to start making subs and start making changes... The second he brought on McGuire, um, McTominay and Dan James, it completely opened up. But you gave these guys 15 minutes to do something. That's unacceptable. You're playing against Crystal Palace. You shouldn't be playing with two holding midfielders. Neomni Modic would have been fine in this game just enough. But guys, I'm going to go in. I'm really fucking going to go in. I'm fucking done with Fred. Whole, yeah, Fred was really bad in this game. Holy shit, this is one gotta, week you love him, one week you hate him. He's made one good pass all season. He's literally made one good pass all season, and you can go through the Discord archives and you can find it. That was the one good pass he's made all year. Okay, 
I understand that United need another center back pairing and you need a right wing going into the new season, but that holding midfielder position needs to be like Fred can't be the guy going forward. Fred I think it's probably Scott, I, right? Like well, you think the, it would have to be Scott McTominay going forward? I believe that Ollie I well, first of all, Scotty McSauce is my favorite player on the team over Bruno. Yes, that's correct. Wow. I'm saying I'm I'm saying this straight. I feel like he just he oozes passion, and he's just he mm-hmm. he grew up a mank, and he understands like when he talks about the pride of the club, you sit here and you're just like I would die for this man. If this man mm-hmm. told me to kill other people, I would kill other people. But <laughs> I look at this, I look at this, and I'm just thinking to myself like Fred can't be the option. Fred cannot be the option going forward for the rest of the season. Sure, I understand, but going forward. Fred cannot be your holding midfielder. Yes, he's scrappy and he knows how to get the ball turned over. But another responsibility of that holding midfielder position is to get that ball to people like Bruno, like Marcus, like uh, you know, like uh, Greenwood. You need to get Pogba these guys the plays. ball. Well, I think once Pogba's healthy, I think Fred is probably the one to slide out. But yeah, so you would hope. I don't know uh, who. You, I don't well, know who else he but. Like I said, this game happened. Everything about this game sucked. Both teams were not good in any way, shape, or form. And, uh, yeah, the fact that it looked like a scene from, uh, what is it, Silent Hill for that entire game. The fact that apparently the players couldn't see to the other side of the field. Like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, that was, it was, it was that kind of game. It really was that kind of game. Um, How much was Fred as well? $50 million. Fred was from Shakhtar Donetsk. I thought he was more than that. The United uh, Way. Yeah, the United Way. Here, huh? <laughs> yeah, here, you can here, you go to JD. I'm gonna look up the transfer fee. Okay, yeah, JD. <laughs> any any takes from this just absolute well, awful game? My fi- well, first I'm gonna say my favorite thing about Fred in the world is that it's not every game, but I think of it as every game. Just once a game, he'll like look to to just do like a 35 yard screamer and it is the most hysterical thing to watch because it's always just sliced like 70 yards out of the way oh my god it's my you realize you realize there are united fans that are absolutely terrified if fred ever scores one of those we are terrified because that's all he's going to do (laughs) from now on if he scores one (laughs) banger in his entire career, we're fucked. Because this guy from 40 yards out, <laughs> six times a game, is going to be like, well, fuck it. I'll take it. I got this shit. I scored it once. He, like, he gets he gets one 35-yard goal, and bam, 200,000 pounds a week contract. Like, right there. Um, like. To, so, to confirm, the reported fee back on the 5th of June, 2018, was 47 million euros. Damn. The United, the United Way. Way. <laughs> That's that all is, I have to say. In fact, the United Way. Yeah, Fred should <laughs> be gone. Scott McTominay is the way forward of that position. He's younger. You don't have to buy way. anybody. Sell Fred, I guess, for whatever you can fucking get from him. And Less than you paid for him. Or, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's no point in making. I mean, there's no way they're making profit. Uh, but then, but then you're you're in a paradox too, because like, I mean, Maddich doesn't have much time left. You got to think who's going to replace Maddich in in the depth chart. It might just end up being Fred, which would not be good for United. But, hey, who knows? Who knows what will happen? But let's move on and cover the same game three times in a row. Because every <laughs> Thursday game ended 1-0, and they all were equally bad. West Brom 0, Everton 1. On expected goals, Everton won 1.41 to 1.02. 
This game stats wise was actually like almost 50 50. Possession Everton won 52 to 48. Both teams had the same shots, 11 apiece, and shots on target, 3 apiece. Everton created one more chance, 9 to 8, and both teams had the same big chances created, 2 apiece. But Richarlison scoring the only big chance of the game. JD, this game, uh, again, happened. Happened like a motherfucker. And I'm this this game just was not enjoyable. Yeah, uh, this game definitely happened. I'm only glad that it happened because I made money off of it. Um, look at me betting on Everton. That's two. That's two match weeks in a row that I bet on Everton and won money. Right, I, I feel disgusted. I but, was about um, to say, um, hey Logan, can we remove JD from uh, being a Liverpool fan? It sounds like he's like pulling hard for the Toffees. I, no, I see, no, you gotta look at the matchups. You gotta look at the matchups. That's the thing. I don't. I I have no bias at when I'm looking at matchups for making money. There, there's no there's no fandom in money making. That's just that's its own yeah. thing. That's the rule. But, it's um, on the wall. Yeah, that's why I don't bet on Liverpool. Then I then there can't be any bias. But um, yeah, no, this game uh, was not great by either team. I and and like the Richarlison goal was a scrapped corner. Like it's not, it wasn't even that good of a goal. Like it, he finished it well, but it, it wasn't like a good build up play. Like I, it was just a a bad corner that came back out to whoever I, I don't even remember who took the corner. But um, and then they put it back in, and Richarlison just headed headed it in. It's like it's a it it's a goal. The goal counts, but it wasn't that good of a goal, which like that kind of showed the whole picture of the game right there. Just a scrappy one nil Everton win. Good for them. Whatever. West Brom's going down. Sam Allardyce is not the savior of rele- of relegation threatened teams. No, at least not this one. Maybe another time, but not right now. But yeah, Matt. Anything else to say? Uh, a- absolutely not. This game, it it happened. Good for Everton. It's job done. This is like when you're the bigger side and you're playing against one of these smaller teams that's going to sit back the entire time and they're going to really make you work for getting that goal. You just got to get the three points. No matter how it is, you have to get the three points. This is huge because if this game ended as a draw, we're looking at Everton more. Maybe the possibility of Europa at best but with these three points this is huge this is getting them back in the conversation for that top four spot which like we've been saying all year this is what carlo Ancelotti wants he wants champions league he didn't come here to play europa league football yeah yeah i mean imagine can you imagine fucking everton and, and, and west ham playing like bayern and real madrid in the champions league i'd watch wild. it just wild I, I oh i'd watch it i It'd be, I don't, it'd be I, wild. I would skip work to watch West Ham and Bayern play. I would heavily bet on Bayern Munich to destroy West Ham or Everton, but it'd be interesting. Yeah, I hear. <laughs> I something hear, you've never seen. I hear Bayern Munich does really well against London clubs, so. <laughs> <laughs> but not too well yeah. against Merseyside clubs. <laughs> Next game. <laughs> Same game. Tottenham won. Fulham nil. Uh, expected goals Tottenham won 1.55 to 1.17. <laughs> Fulham actually won possession 60 to 40 uh, and had more shots 11 to 9. More shots on target as well 3 to 2. More chances created 9 to 6. But Tottenham created three big chances to none. Uh, Tosin Adarabayo had an own goal, which, man, they, they, it, it got taken away from Dele Alley. So poor Dele Alley, especially with the season he's had. That would have felt good for him. But, you know, even when he plays, he still can't even score. So sucks for Dele Alley. But, man, Matt, this, again, this game fucking happened. 
The only goal was an own goal. This yeah. game sucked. No, this game did happen, but I mean, I feel extremely. If I was a Fulham fan, I'd feel robbed. That VAR yeah. decision, absolutely. I mean, if you look at this, one-one for Fulham is huge because it keeps them right out of that relegation battle that they're trying to get themselves out of. This is such an unfair thing. Arm tucked, other side of the field, scores a goal, and they bring it back all for nothing. Like, I just, that makes no sense to me. And it just, where's the common sense? I understand that it's a computer running these things and it's, you know, it's, you know, having you do the replays 95 million times. But at the end of the day, human beings are looking at these screens, talking to the field where other human beings are watching the same screens. How is it that this amount of professionals can look at this shit and go, yeah, no, that looks like a handball to me. Yep, okay, cool, no goal. Like, come on, guys. Fulham could go down from this result. And if you're Fulham, you're feeling absolutely gutted from the experience. Yep. JD, anything to say? Um, yeah, I just, there's two huge refereeing decisions uh, in, in, the, well, in this game and the next game. Uh, but yeah, to go off of that, this is so hard on, on Fulham, who really should have drawn, drawn this 1-1. I... Common sense needs to prevail in situations like this. When 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 there's no common sense in the officiating, you can't have a legitimate game. Because it and actually it wasn't down the field, Matt. You said you said it was like on the other side of the field. It was it was in the build up to the oh, goal. No. Yeah, no, the, I'm sorry, yeah. But the problem the problem is when you when you watch it on replay, he gains no advantage by it hitting his hand. I understand why that handball rule was made. I get it. Because if, it, if it's just, even if his arms are just by his side, you know, maybe that, that affects the way the ball goes. It helps, you know, it stops it. It helps, you know, control it better. This is not one of those situations. It was tucked in pro- to protect his, like, leg. He just has it against his body, and it just goes off of it. The ball would have gone off of his thigh the same way it went off of his hand. It gave him no advantage. Fulham took advantage of the situation, but the actual the fact that it hit his hand gave him no advantage. I just I I could not believe. I understand. I understand that, that is the rule, but that's it, it leads to bigger issues. You need to really adapt that rule where in certain certain circumstances, common sense should prevail. So mm-hmm. that's really all I have to say. Tottenham didn't look that great. I I don't think I don't think they deserve to win this game. And yep. I, I honestly I think a lot of Spurs fans would think that. Also, I'll have you know, Harry Kane died, uh, dove in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. There was he had a big dive. I liked it. I liked watching it. It, it uh, big dive. gave me happy tears to watch him. Big dive. Uh, jump yes. over somebody's leg and try and get a penalty. It was great. It wasn't booked for it. Should have been. But uh, yeah, it's all I have to Another say. Another week. Another make a wish win, given by the given by the referees. It was the DC. It was the DC superheroes that came into the hospital room this week. Same shit every day. Wasn't yeah. the Avengers? I'll. I'll give more of my opinion on on officiating as a whole in this game. Liverpool nil, Chelsea won. Unexpected goals, Chelsea won 1.23 to 0.25. Uh, Liverpool won possession 54 to 46, but Chelsea had more shots 11 to 7. More shots on target 5 to 1 from Liverpool. Uh, they created 11 chances to 6 and the only two big chances of the game. Mount scoring one of them and then... Yeah, so just this was probably the worst game I've seen Liverpool play in about three years. It, just top to bottom, Liverpool were very bad. I could very much go in, but I don't want to sit here for 15 minutes. Um, JD, what are your takeaways from this? This, again, 
just an absolutely terrible game of football. Um, yeah, no, Liverpool, Liverpool played awful. I, I, they, they just, they don't know how to break down a low block. It's every team does it except for City against. Uh, I mean, I because Liverpool, Liverpool can be that good on the break. They, they can be, and, and everyone knows that. Teams not they don't sit back, but they they set themselves up to defend very well against Liverpool, and they just don't know how to break that down right now. I don't, and you we can talk about injuries. Injuries are a huge issue. Not having Van Dyke and Gomez, just a natural center back partnership, that is a huge deal. But going forward, you know we're missing Jota, and he's back, and he actually looked great when he came on. Honestly, he he almost had a huge chance right after coming back on, and he looked good. But other than that, I mean, Mane, Salah, and Firmino, they just they have lost their ability to be creative in the final third, and I think that's the biggest problem. Um, and then Chelsea, they didn't sit back. I'm not saying they did. They did not sit back at all. But they defended really well against Liverpool's attack, which was very lackluster. And it just kind of, it created a back and forth, which it, I, I don't think this was a boring game by any means. I think it was really it was really open at times. Like, lots of attacking, lots of defending on both sides. But Chelsea just had a really good opportunity. Mount, one of the best young talents in England right now. Uh, he just took a really good opportunity. And yeah, that, and it ended 1-0. And it should have been 2-1. Um, I think, Logan, you wanted to talk about the refereeing decision, so I'll let you do that. But I think this game should have ended 2-1 to Chelsea. Mm. Okay. Matt, what are your takes from this game? And then I will give mine. Uh, it's, it, this game, it, un, unfortunately, it, it's one brilliant move, one brilliant masterclass led to a very nice goal. I mean, I'll let you guys continue to talk about Liverpool, and you guys are going to talk about the non-pet handball call, which, you know, that actually kind and of... And the chalked-off goal for for, I'll for Burner. You, I'll let you guys yeah. talk about that. You're a Chelsea fan. You spent all of King Midas's silver to get some of these absolute amazing amazing young talents all across world football. Is it not a little bit embarrassing that your best players this year are Mason Mount, Azpilicueta, and Christensen? Guys who were here, kind of like at the beginning of the season before you spent $350 million. Like, is it not a little embarrassing? Is it like, what was the point? What was the point of spending all this money? Because I'm telling you right now, Timo Werner... You want to talk about a guy who might be a one and done. He literally might play one season at Chelsea and just like, I need out. I need out of this place now. It's not working out for me. Like, I just, how long is Kai Havertz going to sit on the bench? This is a young kid in his, like, he's about to start into his prime. He's not going to want to sit on the bench while Mason Mount is in front of him. But you're not dropping Mason Mount right now. Mason Mount's one of the best number 10s in the English Premier League. So I think Chelsea are going to have some problems on their hands. I think this upcoming transfer window, I think there's players. I'm not getting enough playing time. I'm not getting the reps I need. And we're going to really see how Thomas Tuchel can hand these ty- handle these types of situations. Yeah. I There's some players that Chelsea need to go on loan. Pulisic. I would love to see Christian Pulisic go on loan. I don't think... He should continue to play every other game off the bench for Chelsea. Not good for his development. I would love to see him go on loan somewhere. I don't think Chelsea want to sell him. I'd love to see him get loaned back to the Bundesliga or something. a $60 million player going on loan. Wild. I know, right? 
At this point, like, at this point, if it don't fucking shape up for Kai Havertz, he might go on loan too, which is fucking nuts. Um, but to be fair, I also think Chelsea massively overpaid for Christian Pulisic. Like, they paid way too much money for Christian. Um, but yeah, I want to see him go on loan. And yeah, just like you said, Matt, you bought in Kai Havertz, you bought in Werner, but your best players this season have been Kovacic, Mount, guys like Reese James, Rudiger, like... These have been your best players. It is kind of embarrassing, but they are top four, so that's all that matters. But yeah, about uh, about the refereeing, I am exhausted coming onto this podcast every single week and having three to four games ruined by VAR and refereeing calls. I'm over it. I'm tired of it, man. I just don't care anymore. It's starting to slowly make me not enjoy watching this league. Because every single time a goal is scored, unless it's like one-on-one with the keeper, and even then, I hesitate to celebrate. Because it's like, well, I can't wait for them to call it back because somebody fouled somebody 30 seconds ago in the build-up. Like, that Conte thing is a handball. That's, that's every a day handball of the week. regardless every of the rules. Day, every, yeah. every day of the week, he makes his body it, bigger and his hand is in an unnatural position. Yeah, Literally, it's, it's the first two checks you look at with a, with a handball like that. Yeah, it's no debate. Not called. Uh, who was it that had the handball called on them? Was it Maja that had the handball called on them in the full game? I don't remember. No, it was... Uh, no, Ma- uh, Maja scored it. Yeah, he but, scored um, it. I don't know who. I forget who, who it had was. The it might have been Loftus Cheek. Might have been Loftus Cheek. All I, I know remember. is if, if you remove Calvary. his arm, the ball hits his body. That's not a. I don't see how in the fucking world that's a handball. And anyway, now if you're onside with defenders, you're offside. This shit's. It's. This is ruined. The system is ruining this game. It's ruining the sport. It's ruining this league. I don't enjoy watching the Premier League right now. I just don't. No, I'm not enjoying. That's why. It. That I mean, that's why I said that this game should have ended two one because it should have. Werner's goal should have counted. It should have been two nil to Chelsea, and mm-hmm. or I should I should I should say it could have ended two no one or two uh, one because then Liverpool should have gotten that penalty. And I'm I'm not here advocating that Liverpool need to fight for penalties. I'm not saying that. I'm saying they should have had a penalty right there, and Salah's yeah. pretty good at penalties. So, I. Yeah. I just I, I I'm so over this. I literally I I had a friend who uh, is in the business of officiating soccer, and he actually texted me saying, "Go all in, just go in, go in on the refereeing this week," because he said it was yeah. it was that bad, it's, and it, it was it's, just yeah. But I it's just I agree. I was every, say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, you, oh, I was okay. I I agree with Logan. This is like every single week, like. Have since I've been on the podcast, have we gone one week without like, hey, do you remember when this ref fucked up? Because I we remember don't go an maybe episode, one. maybe once, but I don't remember it. Like that's we, how that's how many times we barely go an yeah. episode, like without one to two games ruined, absolutely fucking ruined by a game. It doesn't matter how good a game is if it's two two and then somebody gets an absolutely just dog shit call against him, the game's ruined because then they win the game. And they just absolutely should not have ended that way. Now, would because you... of the way that it's the way that the game is being officiated and the way the game is being looked at, I don't as currently as as the game is right now and as as everything is right now, just as the sport is being officiated as a whole, I don't look forward to watching games. Now, I can't tell you the last time I sat down and watched a full slate of games in a day. 
So let me guys, let me ask you guys the tough question. We have VAR now. Every play is reviewed down to the centimeter. Do you prefer it now or do you prefer it back in the day where the ref might make a whole two-yard error, but call on the field was a goal, got to keep it as a goal? Like, what? Well, which one yeah. do you prefer? Because issues are going to happen. Have their because issues are going to happen either way. You're going to have complaints either yeah. way. Because of course. I, wasn't it Arsene Wenger who said is if you remove VAR now, all you're going to do next week is bitch about how VAR would have changed that call. Oh my yeah. God, I wish yeah. I had VAR. Unfortunately, yeah. you, the product is at fault. Again, I've said this for years and people make fun of me all the time for it. The MLS does this shit better yep. than the English Premier League. Yep, they do. They like, do. I'm not like... I'm, I'm not even going into the Italian League, the German League, the French League, the Spanish League, who are all worlds Australia, ahead. Who are Chinese worlds ahead League, of the English Japanese Premier League. For those, for those who just listen to the English Premier League and don't watch MLS, you know how like MLS is the punchline to all of your jokes about soccer? Hey, guess what? VAR? Yeah, we got that shit down pat. Do you know how long our calls take? 30 seconds. Do you know how many correct calls are make, made? In the high 90s. Uh, Do you know why? Do you, you, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Do you know ahead. why I think... I have, a the, I have a theory about that. Why MLS actually does VAR, right? It's because everything we hate about how... Like, American sports versus, you know, European and, and the rest of the world, soccer. It, it's so different. The one thing they do have right is the replays and the booth reviews and things like that. I think that's embedded in MLS in, in mm-hmm. the American style, I, I'm I'm surprised it took this long for VAR to be a thing in the MLS, really, because they I just with the American style of sports, it, it fits perfectly and it it works in every other sport in America with basketball and and football and everything, but I I th- I, I think that's why not that not that soccer is related to any of those other sports, but just the 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 idea of having that ability to go back and take a look, a quick look, a quick look, and decide the right answer. There have literally been, yeah. Go ahead. I I just don't think, I don't think that's in the the British or, well, England does it a lot worse than the rest of Europe, but just Europe in general, I don't think that's in the style of sports that they have. So, I just, I, yeah, go. Do you you, you know what I think? I think in the MLS, the refereeing system is easily replaceable. You have a couple well, bad calls. You have, a co- yeah. you have a couple bad calls. Yeah. The MLS will suspend you. These yeah. English yeah. Premier League refs are literally allowed to make bad call after bad call after bad call. And then the ref itself needs to ask for time off because, oh, I'm getting death threats at my home. Like, Man, see... Like this is the type of shit that I'm talking about. We've talked more about this than any game. Well, let's be honest. All the games this week kind of sucked. So. Yeah. But it this would have happened probably this if this the same shit happened. It happened. It would have done the same thing over the weekend. We would have spent more time talking about. I don't want. I'm I'm over coming on here and having to talk for ten minutes about refereeing decision. And it's the same conversation every single time. It's the same shit. I don't know when it's going to end, if ever. All I know is that it is currently making me and a lot of others not enjoy watching the Premier League. Not enjoying it. I, it's just, 
every game I watch, I'm just like, every every goal I, I see, I cannot celebrate. Because I know if I do, half the time it's going to get called back because somebody's fucking fingernails were offside. But anyway, rant over. Let's get to some picks. Let's actually brighten up a little bit. Let's get to some picks, and then let's get to JD's Gambling Corner. But first, we have points to settle. Right. As if this week couldn't get worse. We we made picks, and I don't think they ended up very well. So, yeah, but they were terrible. So <laughs> I, I, I'd like to give a shout-out to our listeners who, you know, got more correct picks than anyone on this pod. Um, we should be listening to your podcasts. You should not be listening to ours. Um, yeah. They well, got don't say the, that. Well, it's a joke. It's a joke. Please don't stop listening. We love you. You guys got four <laughs> correct picks, while Logan and myself got three correct picks, and our man JD coming in with a solid two. Yeah, Dude. let's go. Bringing, we killed I'll our streaks, it. boys. Bringing, we killed our streaks. Bri- yeah, unfortunately, we could not go four. I was one goal away, though. I really was. I had that 2 nothing. I was three. I had that 2 nothing final for that Tottenham game, and I'm just sitting here. I'm like... Can one of you guys just like accidentally score a goal? Like, like accidentally. Wait, what was my lock? I don't. E- I don't Your even lock- remember what my uh, lock was. You had zero nil for Liverpool and Chelsea. Okay, so I was close. Yeah, you were close. <laughs> um, yeah, the only one. I wasn't. Yeah, the only one who was very far away was someone who thought Manchester United could score three goals against Crystal Palace. Listen, man, Crystal Palace. Looked, <laughs> they looked like shit, and then they just and then United just decided they didn't want to play good. I guess that's just what happened, but. So that yes. that brings that. Oh wait, no. Nope. Yeah, no. I forgot the point total. Yeah, the total. Logan is still in first at forty six. Myself at forty five and a half, and JD coming in at forty two and a half. So half point, Logan. Don't mm-hmm. don't relax too much now. Hey, now listen, man. Trust me. Half points are what got me into the lead. So <laughs> if someone knows about half points, it's probably me. But let's start with the first game: Burnley against Arsenal. Um. I'm going with an Arsenal win. I'm pretty confident Arsenal to beat Burnley, even though Burnley, you know, they did put up a good fight against Leicester. Leicester um, were Leicester are basically the, the the one guy from SpongeBob that's like I broke all every day I break my arms and every night I break my legs. That's just <laughs> Leicester. Right now. Oh my leg! Um, so I mean, getting a point against that Leicester team not really that hard, honestly, right now. So I think Arsenal just are a little bit better than Burnley, and I'm going to pick them to outright win. JD. What are you picking? Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go Arsenal. Um, I think I think this comes down to if Saka can have just a normal game for him, not anything special, just not not less than what he normally does. If he play, if he just plays well, he links a lot of the play together. I, I think if he just plays well, I think Arsenal can can beat Burnley easily. So I'm gonna I'm mm-hmm. just gonna stick with Arsenal outright. Yeah. Okay. And then, Matt, what are you and the fans going with? So, it's going to be an even sweep, guys. Everyone is going with Arsenal. Did not get 100% of the fan vote, but yeah, at least on my point of view, Arsenal have the players to unlock teams that sit back like Brighton are going to do in this game. Or, I'm sorry, Burnley are going to do in this game. I just, I think Arsenal is going to have a little, they're just, it's going to be a little bit too much and they're on a nice little bit of form and they're on a little bit of confidence right now. Could Burnley do it? Sure, they can do it, but Arsenal's got my pick. Okay. Next game, Sheffield versus Southampton. JD, pick. Make it. Sorry, Sheffield United. 
Um, Southampton, they're just the better team. I, I, I can't, I can't not pick Southampton in this as much as I want to, like as much as I want to pick a draw or Sheffield United, they just, even when Sheffield wins, they're not consistent. Like they don't, they don't keep winning. I just, I, I can only see Southampton winning this and I, and it's not going to be high scoring because Southampton aren't that good. They're, they're just, they're just better. So I think, I think it'll be a low scoring victory for Southampton. Gotcha. JD. Oh no, you just picked Matt. Oh, let me go again. <laughs> Do I get double points? No. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah you need him, JD. Basically, it's him. what yeah. it, it's what I it's what I said um, for the Arsenal game. I just feel like Southampton have the players they need to unlock that back that back sitting line that you know Sheffield are going to do in this game. I think, you know, James Ward-Prowse is going to have a really good game. In the, like, he's going to be a big, big key factor in this game. So, I, I think it is close. I agree 100%. I don't see a lot of goals in this. This could be classic game that just happened. So, but I am going to go with Southampton. I have faith in the Saints. Mm. Man, I am. I don't know what I want to pick, to be honest with you. Uh, do I risk it for the biscuit? I'm going to get a biscuit. I'm going Sheffield to win. I think Sheffield would scrap Ooh. it out. I can just there's something about this team sometimes where I feel like Southampton have been really, really piss poor the last not like, two, two weeks months. in a row though. They not can two bat. Weeks who, in a row. who knows, man? Listen, man. Hey, this team beat United, so who knows? That's they, not. Yeah, they didn't they didn't win the not, next week. They could beat but that's <laughs> they didn't not something special. That's not like <laughs> beating Manchester United <laughs> is just what happens. Okay? Well, it like, is. They know, draw one. They draw nil nil most of the time. So yeah, actually, it um, is kind of something special. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I'm just picking them. I I'm going with my gut. I like Sheffield as a team. I enjoy them. I don't know why. I think I think the Southampton are kind of a little bit. So I mean Sheffield are also. But I don't know. I'm picking them to win. Fuck it. Right. Right. Listen, they're on a winning streak. Southampton or not. That's all I gotta say. Wait, quick, quick. Both of you. Wait, oh. quick. Both of you. Pronounce the manager's name of, Sh- nope. of uh, nope. Southampton. The fans <laughs> have all. The fans have also chosen Southampton. No, fuck you, JD. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm blanking on this fucking name. <laughs> oh, my, oh my god, you can't even remember what it is. <laughs> Dude, Ralph Hassenhutel. Ralph Hassenhutel. Hassenhutel. Yes. Yes, there you yes, go, you got the Bavarians. The Bavarian um, accent. Next game, Villa and Villa and Wolves. This game is two injuries away from being good in Jimenez and Grealish. Uh, I'm picking the draw on this game. I don't know which team's better. Both teams are kind of coming off of very disappointing results for them so i'm picking a draw i'm gonna go with just a straight draw jd what are you picking um i know i understand why you picked a draw and i was very close to doing that but yeah both these teams are coming off disappointing results but one team is coming off of a much more disappointing result and that is aston villa i think wolves i I said it earlier I i think wolves played really well for most of that game and that's just something you can't afford to do against manchester city you can't you can't play eighty percent or you can't play ninety percent of that game really well and then the last ten percent not well, they'll kill you. But Wolves against Villa, I think Wolves can play a they can play ninety percent of the game really well and probably score t- score two or three goals and then the last ten percent doesn't matter. I'm saying percentages, mm-hmm. not minutes. I really should be saying minutes, but um, yeah, I definitely think Wolves are gonna win this game. I, I think they're just better than Villa without Grealish. Villa without mm-hmm. Grealish is much worse yeah yeah okay and matt what are you and the fans picking and the fans 
and myself both went with Wolves. I agree 100% with JD. I think Aston Villa just look absolutely lost without Grealish. I mean, you didn't just take their number one playmaker. You took the guy who basically ran the entire show from box to box. This is a team now that doesn't have an it factor. Someone who can carry the ball from midfield, bring it forward, get through three or four guys, and set walk-ins or Traore with a beautiful, beautiful dime. There's no one else on this team that can replicate that. And, you know, unfortunately, when you put all your eggs in one basket and that basket breaks, this is unfortunately what you have to deal with. So I think Wolves will take Mm -hmm. it. I actually think this will actually be a pretty comfortable victory for Wolves. Gotcha. Next game is Villa. Is Villa is Villa the same as Manchester United? Like, because you just described Manchester United. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, you just you just described Manchester United. No, that's not (laughs) true. That's not true. If Bruno was injured, then I'd be like, okay, this makes sense. Uh, My Portuguese. So it's even worse that he's actually playing. It's even worse that he's actually playing. Yes, it is. Okay. (laughs) Yes, it is. My life is a lie. It's a dumpster fire. It is a joke. It is a rolling, spinning pile of trash rolling down a very, very <laughs> steep hill. Mm. All right. <laughs> Speaking of trash, Brighton versus Leicester. I don't know what the fuck to make of this game because Brighton suck like every game. They, Their strikers literally, if if they shot a ball off of a yacht, it would miss the ocean at this point. And Leicester, again, <laughs> are the fucking broken bones guy on SpongeBob. I don't know what the fuck to make of this. I don't want Leicester to win. Because ultimately, I just think Leicester are still a better team, I guess, than Brighton. But it's more like Brighton just can't finish their dinner. They literally don't know how to finish any chances. So, I don't know. I'm just going to Leicester to win. It's not that I don't think Brighton's better than Leicester. I have no faith in them to win. I have a little bit of faith in Leicester. So, I'm going to Leicester. JD, what is your pick? I was just, you, you said, like, Brighton Strikers, they if they were on a yacht, they couldn't hit the water if they shot off. I was just yeah. thinking of Patches of Houlihan. You couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat. Yeah. Like, that's, that's all I could picture. Um, but, yeah, no, this game, man, draw all the way. <laughs> like, you, Dude, I, I can't I think of either of these. I can't think of either of these teams beating each other right now. Leicester, fully healthy, wins this game, No no questions asked. But right now, no no Madison, no Barnes. Vardy is on. He is Tom Hanks a castaway, which was said earlier. I know I'm re-saying that, but that is what it is. <laughs> this will be a draw, and I it'll be a low-scoring draw. Maybe 1-1. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not okay. even going to walk that in. Fuck that. Maybe. All right. Matt, fans, give us your picks. So, myself, I am going to go with Leicester City, and the reason why is... Brighton will actually go at you. Brighton won't sit back like some of the other teams will. Brighton will actually go at you and play, you know, expansive football. The problem you're going to have here is that plays right into Jamie Vardy, and that plays right into the system that Leicester are going to try to play. So if those long balls are in effect, I I rate the Brighton, Hovalian, you know, I, I rate them, at least on the back, very, very well, but they're not keeping up with Jamie Vardy. And if Jamie Vardy finds space on the wings... It, that's gonna just stretch that out, stretch out that defense way too much. I think Leicester find a goal or two in this game, but if they don't win, holy shit! I'm not just jamming the panic button; I'm breaking it because this is just yeah, this is not good. But the fans have decided 100 percent 
Leicester City should take this game. Hmm. Have you guys seen? Because they, they don't have the draw option. Ha, yeah. Have you seen Leicester's depth chart right now? Good lord. Well, all right. I guess they have a lot more faith in Leicester than most of us. I guess. Next game: West Brom and Newcastle. On the surface, fuck this game. But Newcastle played pretty well against Wolves. And they are a team with their backs against the wall currently. They need to beat teams like West Brom to stay up right now. They have to win this game. So I'm picking them to win. I have faith in I have faith in Newcastle to win uh, against West Brom. If, if this was like almost any other team in the Premier League, I'd probably pick a draw. But it's West Brom. So I'm picking Newcastle to win. JD, what are your pick? I'm also picking Newcastle to win it because I'm picking Newcastle because I'm I'm looking at this game. You are right. This is a shit game. This is just an absolutely terrible game. And for once, I'm glad that this is the fucking 7 a.m. game on a Sunday morning Yeah. because I will be probably still drunk. I will still be drunk, just not awake at all in my bed. I maybe if I wake up for some reason, I'll throw it on, but I probably will not. Um, but Newcastle, their situation, I mean, West Brom have a chance. They have a small chance to get out of this relegation zone, but Newcastle are about to be in it and they are a much better team when it comes down to it. And they really need to beat this West Brom team. I, let me know. Can I make my lock here? Not the correct scoreline, but can I just pick a player to score? Like, pick a team to win can i pick the result and instead of the score line can i pick a specific player to, to score in it if if you don't want to pick a score line for the, any of the other games yeah 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 it'll okay. be my lock yeah I, okay i think it's my lock my lock is that newcastle are gonna win and alan st maximin is gonna ball out and have a goal in this all right so i, okay. I i'm on, is, so I, I am rating that down that is my half maximum. point maximum cool all right nice. so okay. i hate to do this to that JD. is my half point lock yeah so JD, um, I hate to break this to you. Um, I'm going to go one with a draw, and I'm going to tell you why. St. Maximum is out with a groin injury until early April. Oh, oh, come on. Okay, then don't don't write that. <laughs> Callum, all right, all right. No, counts. Callum, my shit counted. Cal- y'all counted yeah. my shit earlier when you had put me on the spot, yep. and, y'all, and I said yep. Ben Me, which Ben yep. Me actually played in that game, so fuck both of you. Yep. I was correct anyway, but you still counted it. So yep. suck my dick. No. That's counting. That no, no, that, no, no, no! I didn't was... know that. I didn't know that. He played the no. He played in the last game, didn't he? Did he, yeah, did he pick bet. up that injury? Yeah, and, he, right, listen, and, and he got ink on paper. And he got hurt in that last game. So Callum, why do I not remember that? Callum Wilson is also oh, out with the injury. Everyone is already very aware of. But guys, Miguel Almarone is also out with a knee injury until April. Who? I'm sorry. Who on this Newcastle side? Well, is he's not that to, good. <laughs> he is like Maddie Longstaff. Maddie Longstaff. Just, we haven't had yeah, we haven't had anymore. a Longstaff game yet this season. So. We're due for one, where one of them scores at least a brace, no. and it's probably going to be this no. game. They're saving themselves for a United game, but now, um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, Newcastle United, they're playing it. Yeah, motherfucker, you know what I meant. Um, <laughs> just so you guys know, I'm 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 editing out my uh my my lock. <laughs> All right, that's just I have cheap. the yeah, power to do that. So. Yeah, but I have it written down on paper. This stuff is like the holy grail. So yeah, uh, draw. Yeah, but, the, but the people don't see that. <laughs> uh, I'll start posting this picture up on Instagram right now before you have time to edit. Uh, <laughs> oh damn, he could do that. You have, I have uh, access to the Instagram. Yeah. I can just delete yeah. it. <laughs> you remember how to log on to the Instagram? 
Yeah. Okay. Change the password. Change the password. Change the password. Change the password. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a draw. Uh, I am gonna go with a draw. I just, I neither one of these teams is gonna do anything. This game could easily end zero zero. And yeah, uh, the fans though just slightly are going with Newcastle as well. How much? You're, slightly. I, What's the percentage? You're, we gotta know if it's close because there's not. Oh, one. now he's gotta look if, it. If so, oh, yeah, now I gotta well, look it. So if it's super close, to I'm sorry, guys. Ugh. If 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 it's super close, we're making you pick a draw because draws don't happen enough for you guys. That's why you fucking get so many points because you guys don't pick draws. Are we so doing good. a draw if it's if it's like 45 to 55 percent or? It is. Yeah. So what's the? So it's eight. eight it's eight <clears throat> to six. Forty-eight to what? No eight. What's the percentage? It's it just says eight to six, dude. It doesn't give That's a draw. We're counting it as a draw. You guys are picking a draw. draw right, yeah, count it as a draw. Fuck it. We do, we, do, sorry, we do have other draws, like actual 50-50% draws coming up from the fan vote. So Well, guess what? We have another one. So we're going with another draw for that. Speaking of draws, Liverpool versus Fulham. I'm picking a draw. I don't have any faith in you. this fucking team right now. I don't have I any you. faith in Liverpool. I've never had You're less confidence fan. in this team in my entire life. I just... I... When I watched Liverpool, especially last game, I saw nothing. Nothing. And guess what? In this game, I'm going to see nothing. I'm gonna, I am also I predicted this. I said, can't wait for Jace Minner to be subbed on in the 83rd minute. Subbed on in the 80th minute. So, man. James Milner is ahead of Naby Keita in the depth chart right now. Sell Naby Keita. Get him out of Liverpool because he's not playing. This gets draw. I don't care. I'm picking a draw. I have no faith in Liverpool. And again, I'm hedging my bets just like I did with the Chelsea game because if if I'm wrong, it will hopefully most likely be Liverpool win. So, but I'm picking a draw. JD, what are you picking? I'm going to pick a Liverpool win because I'm a real fan. Um, like you said, I have no faith. I have absolutely no faith, but it's Fulham. I know that they've been playing well recently, but it's Fulham. Come on. Come on. Come on. Okay. Liverpool, if they, if they have a nope. good game... If they have a good game, which they are capable of, they can beat Fulham. I'm just going to go with my gut and say Liverpool win. Okay. Matt, who are you picking? Simple and easy. I think Liverpool take this. This is the type of game they need. They just need a bounce back game. That's it. They really just need it's a like Sheffield. Bounce. It's like the Sheffield. So that's what it is. I mean, honestly, Liverpool are going to own all the possession, and then it's just Liverpool's responsibility to just, hey, get the ball in the net. So, um,. Yeah, although this is the type of game where if Liverpool don't grab all three points, it's going to make it extremely difficult, you know, from this point until the end of the season to really make a push with the way some of these other teams are moving for those top four spots. Man, I'm I'm so close to doubling down and making this my fucking scoreline prediction, but I'll make that decision uh, later. The, in the, show. the fans also fans. the fans also went with a draw. Nice, let's go, fans! I love our fan base. Let's go. Next game, City versus United. I'm picking City to win. Barely. I think this is going to be, just like every other fucking top six battle, a low-scoring game, to say the least. I feel like one of you is going to pick nil-nil in this game as your scoreline prediction. Well, I say one of you. There's only one other person that can pick it. I'm looking at you, Matt. That's JD. I'm editing that out. What's your pick? What is your pick? We know. That's all that matters. Oh, well, but yeah. uh, what's your pick, JD? Uh, JD. Oh, my pick. Um, yeah. yeah, I didn't hear him either. <laughs> uh, I was, yeah, I was so close to to, to, to picking a draw here. I, I just saw United. I just saw I just saw the the logo and the name, 
and I was like, oh man, it's gonna be a draw. And then I, I and then I looked and saw the other the the team that they're playing. And I was like, oh, okay, never mind. It doesn't matter that Manchester United is playing. It's Man City. They're gonna destroy Manchester United. There's no way that City don't win this game. I would say that about any team right now. There's no way that Manchester City does not beat every other team in the league right now. No chance. Manchester City completely. Mm-hmm. Matthew, you and the fans, buddy. You and the fans. So the fans are going to agree with you guys. Manchester City will take this. And that number was, like, pretty comfortable. Guys, there's there's just a couple things in life that are guaranteed. Death taxes and zero zero games that involve manchester united in the big six not only do i think this will be a draw i'm locking in my pick at zero zero mm. okay i was very i was also very tempted to go this is a as a no no log but i just i just can't pick city not to win i don't see them not at least scoring one goal in this but next game spurs versus crystal palace a london derby looking good for spurs they <laughs> I mean, they've gotten, they're getting wins. Bale's actually playing, and he's playing pretty okay. Uh, and Crystal Palace kind of suck. So I am going with Spurs to win pretty comfortably. I think Spurs are going to win. Uh, again, I, this is another game I'm really tempted to do my points pick for. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going 2-0. I'm going to go 2-0 Spurs. I'm going to do it. I'm going to lock that in. 2-0 to Spurs. Up the spur. Come on, you chicken balls. JD, what's your pick? What? <laughs> chicken balls. That's their logo. It's just a chicken on a ball. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm definitely picking Spurs here. I, th- I think they're just a much better team. Even on their off days, they can grind out wins. VAR in- involved or not, they can grind out wins. Um, there's not really much else to say about it. Crystal Palace are just not as good. Tottenham are going to win this game. All right. Matt, you and the fans. It's it's Spurs as a clean sweep across the board. Um, yeah, I just think that this Tottenham side just have a little bit too much uh, star power up front that's going to stop Crystal Palace. And unlike in the past uh, game week where you know Manchester United really hit a wall against Crystal Palace and really couldn't open things up, I think Spurs will be able to open them up a little bit better, a little bit more wide play. And yeah, when Christian, uh, I'm sorry, when Christian. When Gareth Bale is real Christian Bale, <laughs> where is she? Christian Bale. <laughs> when Batman, yo, they got Batman on that team. Really what? <laughs> That's it. They're winning the title, or necks are getting snapped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what if Batman was not, playing not, with no, the Make a no, Wish when they last week? Of course, Batman's playing for them. Did you ever? <laughs> did you ever see the video of like the Batman never kills anyone, but it's literally an entire video of him killing people, but it's like, and eh, no, I never killed them. <laughs> They're just sleeping. Um. You just like, give them life, life, lifelong injuries that they can never recover yeah. from. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, this this, oh, this incurable disease. This first side is just hitting on all cylinders right now, and and that that's all I can say. I think this game will be tight. I think it will be a one or two goal affair, but I think Spurs have enough to take it, and the fans, like I said, do agree. Smart fans, smart fans. Two more games. One, Chelsea versus Everton. Both these games are on Monday. Both these games are the best games this week. So, fuck you scheduling, people. How dare you do this to us? But yeah, Chelsea versus Everton. No team is yet to beat Chelsea under Tuchel. I don't think Everton are going to start that, even though Ancelotti is a 
unbelievably world-class manager with what he's doing right now with his Everton team is something that just can't can't go under the radar. I still think Chelsea are going to win. I just think they are a little bit better than uh than Chelsea or excuse me, Chelsea are better than Everton a little bit right now. Both teams are I think it's going to be a good game, but I'm picking Chelsea to win. JD, what are you picking? Yeah, I agree. Um <clears throat> I definitely pick Chelsea to win this game. It's not that Everton aren't playing well. It's just Chelsea are playing better, I think. I not that they they didn't play they didn't play as good as they played against like in before the Liverpool game. They didn't play that well against Liverpool. It's just Liverpool played played like dog shit, so a lot of teams could have beaten them. I yeah, I just can't see anything but a Chelsea win here. Like you said, no team has been able to beat Chelsea under Tuchel. So I yeah, I just yeah, I can't see anything but a Chelsea win here. All right. Matt, your turn and the fans' turn. Yeah, so the fans are actually going to go with a draw on this one, and I uh, no. I, I disagree with them. I could them. see it. Yeah, I mean, it, hey, it's a game that easily – I don't think Chelsea lose it. A draw is definitely in the realm of possibility. But, um, yeah, I think Chelsea are going to take this, and, you know, they're just looking good right now. They're looking good. They're looking solid, and I don't know if Everton have enough to keep up. Mm, they are cooking right now. Final game, hands down best game of the weekend, West Ham versus Leeds. This game is going to fuck. I think this game is going to be great. I'm going with a high-scoring draw. That's what I'm going to go with. I think this game might be like 2-2 or honestly 3-3. This game is going to be incredible at like 3 p.m. on a Monday. Yep. JD, what's your pick for this final game of the weekend? I agree with you wholeheartedly. And so much so that it will be a high-scoring draw that I'm going to officially lock in my uh, my scoreline prediction as a It's almost like me and Matt aren't going to allow that to happen. <laughs> just just keep talking. I'm, I'm going to edit all this out. But um, yes, I, <laughs> yes. Back back to reality. I am going to lock in this three-three scoreline prediction as a three-three mm-hmm. draw. For the West Ham Leeds game, it will be a very entertaining game. I I I'm actually mm-hmm. so excited for it. Three p.m. Especially it, the fact that it's the three p.m. Monday game. I'll have a lot of my work done at that point that I can flip it on and be able to kind of watch it. So I'm I'm excited for it. It'll be a really fun game to watch. All right, Matt, you and the fans around us all. And you know what's funny, Logan? I was gonna actually be like mm-hmm. a nice enough guy and be like, you know what, JD? Since you're being such no. a sport about it. I'll let you, you know, do a pick. But he just came in, just barged in, gave me orders to write down. I'm sitting here, I'm like, I might just erase that real quick. Yeah, no. The people know. The people know. That's it. They'll know what I what what I show them. I wait. What what movie is that from? Like, ah, fuck. Different time. Uh, yeah, myself and the fans both think West Ham are going to be winners in this. I think, mm. I think West Ham Ooh. defensively have enough to stop Leeds going forward. Leeds haven't been the most clinical side in the last few game days. So I think West Ham do have enough. And I think David Moyes realizes how important games like this are going to be down the stretch, especially if he wants to shock the world and get West Ham into Champions League. I honestly am kind of I want nothing more than see West Ham playing games like in Juventus. <laughs> it's like against Real Madrid or some shit. Could you imagine PSG 
West Ham versus PSG. <laughs> like all of it. I want all uh, of it. That would, I want th- all of it. That would be that would be kind of crazy. But we have a little bit of gambling corner to end us off with in this week off with. Hopefully JD can make some money. And if you listen to him, which you don't have to do, because this is not gambling advice, maybe you'll make some money as well. So JD, you should though. take it away. Here we go. Welcome to JD's Gambling Corner, where every pick is a lock and dreams really do come true. These opinions are solely mine and should not constitute financial advice in any way. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, please seek the advice of a gambling addiction hotline. Whew, stuttered a little bit there. A couple beers in, but the picks are looking good. I'm trying to be a little more conservative here with my picks this week. Like, the weekly parlay of the week only has three legs rather than four. I usually have four or five, but... This time it only has three. Still has a good. It still has a good winning amount, but um, I think it's pretty conservative. But we're gonna start off with my three individual games that I usually do. First one, Chelsea Everton draw. Call it a draw. I know I picked Chelsea. I know I picked Chelsea. My predictions, but if I'm if I'm just gonna throw some money on it, I'm gonna pick a draw just because of the odds. Plus three hundred for Chelsea and Everton to draw. I'm just gonna throw five bucks on it. Maybe win fifteen. That's worked. That's worked for me the last couple days with some betting. Just throwing five on on just something that I'm not really thinking too much about. Just good odds. So plus three hundred, five to win fifteen. I like it. Next one, West Ham versus Leeds. I'm also gonna pick a draw because I I truly think this will be a draw. I I was thinking about doing the over on goals, like maybe over three and a half, over four and a half, because I think this is gonna be a really open game. But at the same time. I just I, I just can't stop thinking that this game will be a draw. But it'll be a very entertaining draw. At plus two sixty, five bucks wins thirteen bucks. I thought it might be higher a little bit, but still not bad. Maybe put ten bucks to win twenty six. Who knows? But last one, Wolves versus Aston Villa. I got Wolves winning money line. I just I, I, I said it before, I just don't think Aston Villa without Relish can beat Wolves right now. And I say that in Wolves haven't looked that good, but they looked really good against Manchester City for a lot of the game. And they will beat Aston Villa. At plus 200 odds, 10 bucks wins 20 bucks. Easy money. Now, weekly parlay of the week. Sheffield versus Southampton. Under two and a half goals. I think this will be a bore fest. I think Southampton will win. Oh, that's an easy but I think it'll be, I, I, I think it'll be like a 1-0 win. Maybe a 1-0 win. Maybe a two no I, I don't know. But under two and a half total goals. Villa versus Wolves. I have Wolves winning money line. And then City versus United. I have City winning. Those three legs at plus 660, 660, 10 bucks wins you six, uh, $66.05. Honestly, I think this is one of my best weekly parlays of the week. In my opinion. I, I'm a little hot with the gambling. Mm-hmm. And what sucks is that nothing I say here has been hot. But we're going to start it now. We're going to start it now. Better late now, than never, get, I suppose. Yes. Well, whatever. Fuck you. But <laughs> we're going to get to everyone's favorite part. The dumb shit $1 pick them. Because you know what? One of these, one of these weeks, I'm going to be rich. 
this is where I I, I put one dollar on a ten leg parlay of the outcome of every game of the week. So to start it off, Burnley versus Arsenal. I got Arsenal money line. Sheffield United versus Southampton. I got Southampton. Villa versus Wolves. I got Wolves obviously. Brighton Le- Brighton versus Leicester. I have a draw. West uh, West Brom versus Newcastle. I have Newcastle. Liverpool versus Fulham. I have Liverpool. Manchester City versus Man United. I have Manchester City. Tottenham versus Crystal Palace. I have Tottenham. Chelsea versus Everton. I have Chelsea. And West Ham Leeds. I have a draw. Now, one dollar at plus one hundred fifty-seven thousand six hundred forty-two odds because that's how the shit works would win me one thousand five hundred seventy-six dollars and forty-two cents. So one of these times it's gonna it's gonna hit, and I think we I think we agreed that I can't cash out early on this. Nope. Yeah. Not allowed. Yeah. That but, is an option. I mean, I'm not I mean, allowed to. But honestly, look, if you hit nine, it, you can. I don't care. You can cash out, dude. It it really doesn't matter. It's, yeah. It's, if, it's, if, it's, if I if if I hit nine and it's down to West Ham and Leeds drawing, <laughs> yeah, I might cash. You're cashing out. <laughs> and guess what? We don't ever have to tell them that you didn't. Well, I guess I guess like if. Yeah, I would. Are you People kidding me? If, if I make a hundred dollars like, off of, if I make a hundred dollars off of the dumb shit one dollar pickup, yeah, I'm gonna fucking gloat about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, true. It's kind of gonna be one of but the yeah, worst kept secrets on this podcast. That will be. Yeah, I will immediately be all over both of you as well as social media. I will take over the Instagram for an entire day. I will. I will go live on Instagram, and it won't be Matt. It'll be me. You just should fucking. Oh, yeah. You should go live. Shotgunning just like shotgunning. Yeah, just shotgunning natties yeah. after natties. I mean, nannies. what would you rather have, that or Manchester United's Instagram admin accidentally turning on Instagram Live while it's in his pocket while he's microwaving his lunch? Good times. Did that happen? That happened. When did that happen? When did this, that happen? A couple days. A couple days ago. It was really funny. Like out of nowhere, I I did hear yeah. Like that. out of Man. out of nowhere, Manchester United goes live, and funny. I was like actually free. So I'm like, yeah, let me click it. Let me see what happens. It's literally this dude That's with hilarious. his phone in his pocket microwaving food. It was fantastic. Just sort of like. That's all it was. You would think. No, hold on. You would think. You would think a social media like manager for for something that big wouldn't actually be doing it on their phone. 30? That's that's my yeah. big thing about that. You would think that they would actually only be posting and, and doing, like, yeah, going live on your phone, but, like, you wouldn't be logged in on your phone. Like, you'd be logged in on the computer. When you're going to go when you're gonna go live, yeah, then you log in on the on your phone. But, like, just so that nothing like that can happen. I wonder what, that's Man- actually I wonder what Manchester United's email is. You're thinking about, like, they got to create, like, a username and stuff, so. Yeah. That is I wonder crazy. what that guy yeah, had for that. lunch. 30, to be honest yeah. with you, that's kind of what I'm thinking about. Probably yeah. like a lean, 30, like lean cuisine or something. 33,000 people <laughs> jumped on to watch this guy microwave his lunch. You're like, wow, that's crazy. Anyway, should like, we, what's for lunch, should we buddy? Make a, should we make like a, a summer special about like social me- the social media of, uh, of of all the teams in the Premier League? we got to think of like specials to make while the Premier League isn't actually going on. That yeah, might actually where, be an interesting yeah, one. Like yeah. funny we'll exploits think, of the social media people, or like I, I don't know. I'm just I, I hear out there I hear we have we're gonna have like we'll, three months where we have nothing we'll to do. I, I feel like we already have <laughs> we have some great ideas already in circulation for the postseason. So, uh, but like we do, you know, we do have some. Great you know, ones. you know if, the league. If, you know the league is over when we're already thinking about the postseason. Yeah. If well, you guys have any over. ideas, if if you guys have any ideas, please definitely DM us. 
on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever. Let us know some ideas. We'll definitely, we're definitely open to suggestions, of course, like always. But that's going to be the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We love and appreciate every single one of y'all. Have a safe weekend, and we will see y'all on Tuesday. Have a good one. Be safe, y'all. Peace out.